Hello and welcome to the Purpose Feel Mommy with Minnie Marie podcast. On today's podcast episode, I'm going to share with you some life lessons that I definitely want to instill with my daughters that I've never had. And I'm sure you probably, if you're a mother, that you have the same for your children. So let's dive right in to today's topic. So let's dive right into today's topic. So if you've been following Purpose Filled Mommy for a while now, you know that I'm a mother of four. I have one son who is my oldest, and I also have three beautiful little girls. Now, this is the big contradiction. I am the only daughter of my mother and father, and I'm the middle child between two brothers. I was very close to my maternal side, my maternal grandmother, and my maternal aunt. So as far as having a female peer that was close to my age or a big sister or a little sister kind of didn't have that. But being raised by a, my mom calls herself an older mom because she says she had me at an older age, which I, I disagree with her, but she calls herself an older mom. But definitely the expectations that she put on me as a daughter, when you have a more I would say not just a strict upbringing, but definitely I'll just say, yeah, it was strict (laughs) where you are the only girl, only uh, female cousin, you know, of all male cousins. Yeah, they're kind of protective of you. With all that being said, you know, having three daughters, it's amazing to me because I love watching their sisterhood bond. I love the connection that we have and I I just adore it. So my children also attend the school that I am a teacher at. So my three daughters do. So it was yesterday and I watched my daughter just walk confidently, just bouncing right by my classroom window. I'm the only teacher at my school that has this huge window that pretty much is like a, I call it like the shopping um, you know, you go to like a, a shopping mall and you see the large windows. Sometimes I wish I could put a curtain there, but you know, you can't miss anything that goes by when you have the large windows right there leading to the hallway. So I saw my daughter just bouncing by and I just smiled to myself and I was like, wow, she is so confident. I'm talking about my eldest daughter or oldest daughter, however you want to put it. And it, it just made me smile. And I thought about just, you know, and having a preteen and having twin seven-year-olds and my mom, I'm very close with. And there are some things that she instilled in me that I will never forget and that I passed down to my own children. But there are a couple of lessons that I wish I would have gotten that through age and mistake and social awkwardness, I definitely want to instill in my daughters not saying I don't instill them in my son there are certain things that he kind of just I don't know he just knows I don't know you know and he has his issues too and there are certain things that I'll you know I have to talk to my son about and I so enjoyed the podcast that we shared together if you have not please listen to the podcast that I share with my son and it was right in the time where you know when it came down to the police injustice and brutality that many African-Americans and people of color are facing here in America, he pretty much shared his take on as a teenage boy. And I was so proud of him, how he just 
spoke so eloquently and I was just so proud and beaming similar to just seeing my daughter bounce across the window just happy with her little locks just like I am doing me with all that being said there are certain lessons that we have for our sons and there are certain lessons that we have for our daughters and I just I saw her and I was like wow seeing her so confident and I was talking to a coworker of mine a former teacher and we were sharing that the reason why this is what she shared with me. She was like, I will say this many Paige is not cocky by no means. She said that she's confident. She knows who she is. And I said, yes, she does. She says, and she gets that from you. And I was like, what? This hot mess mama, what are you talking about? But what she was referring to was. What you instill in your children as far as with owning who they are, being themselves and celebrating their gifts, not, you know, sulking and feeling low because they have weaknesses and just learning how to, you know, just just be them and love others, even if they're different from them, how important that is. And, you know, she was an older teacher and she was able to pour in me some wisdom. Because I've shared in my blogs how my daughter loves to wear her natural hair. And she has shorter hair, which you would call a TWA, which means a teeny weeny afro. That's the uh, urban uh, terminology for naturalistas. <laughs> and because some people are like, what is a TWA? And let me tell you. And she doesn't care. She's like, you know, I can wear braids. I can wear this. But for the most part, mommy, I like to wear my afro. So I wrote a blog about that. Please uh, check that out, too. It's at PurposeFillMommyWithMinnieMarie.com. And it's a picture of my daughter with her glasses, just wearing her fro and just beaming with her mocha skin. And one of the things that I wanted my daughter to have is have confidence and to know what confidence means. It's so important for us to speak words of affirmation to our children, but especially our daughters. And especially for those of us who have daughters who are not told and and they don't see the images that they are beautiful and who they are and how they look. For them to know that, you know what, I am beautiful. I am beautiful if I have a little extra curve, a little extra meat on my bones. I am beautiful even though my hair doesn't fall to my waistline or it's not it doesn't curl up when I wet it you know it may bead up (laughs) it may even shrink but guess what I'm beautiful so you know just seeing her have that you know that was something that I didn't have one thing I can say with growing up with my maternal aunts they were teasers and some of us you know we call it the dozens or jiving so I growed up in a family that was Definitely, when it comes down to throwing the dozens and jiving, nobody was safe. And being the only girl, yes, I caught it. So I remember my aunts just saying some stuff that I wouldn't say was the healthiest when it came down to, you know, talking about your figure, your hair length. And it would sometimes bother me. So when I became a mother, I made sure I nipped all of that in the bud. I nipped it in the bud when I was little. Now, I stood up for myself one time. I was like, let me tell you something. And after that, it wasn't any more time. So that's why I said that one time. (laughs) But it's so important for us to train our daughters um, the importance of confidence and self-love, self-care. Because as they 
evolve and they want to, you know, reach out and select friendships and all these different things. If they know who they are in Christ first and knowing who they are when it comes down to the beauty of themselves inside and out, can't nobody take that from them. I've never heard my daughter come back home yet and say, well, I'm ugly or they said this about me. She could care less. <laughs> and I'm like, and it's definitely, it the thing about it, it's not a cockiness. I have seen the cockiness, you know, you know, I'm a teacher, so I've worked with kids for years and I can tell them, you know, I'm dealing with a cocky child. If my child was cocky, I'd tell you, now my son, yeah, he's cocky. But my daughter is not. She has a silent confidence that just radiates. And I'm like, you go, girl. You go, girl. So one of the lessons that I kind of didn't get until I used to, mommy, they didn't like me. Mommy, am I this? Mommy, you know, and I'm looking at magazines and I'm just flipping it. I don't see anybody that look like me. You know, I wanted my daughters to know that, look, you're beautiful. And you can't tell them nothing not in a not in like a way of like uh you know I'm just better than you it's more the way like look you can say it but it's gonna roll off my back mama like can I get a little bit of that confidence so that's one lesson I would love to have my daughters to have and to pass down to their children is to love themselves and to have confidence in themselves to have a confidence to have confidence in God and to have confidence in the creation that he made when he made them. I would definitely like for my daughters to have this lesson that I didn't have. And that although I know my mama loved me and her intentions were so well when she did it. I think it brought on a lifetime of trying to develop self-acceptance because of it. And I won't throw her under the bus because of that either. Some of that is also being raised by a village of my grandfather who had these uh, high expectations of me. And he would tell me about the pedestal, as he would say, like you're on a pedestal, you don't want to fall and all this other stuff. So one of the things I wanted my daughters to have the understanding of to know that it's OK that everybody doesn't like you. And I saw that in a meme and it was just, you know, one of the important things we can teach our daughters is to raise them to know and to not care if anybody likes them. And when you first see something as simple as that, you're like, oh, OK, that's cute. You hit like. But when you go into that and venture deeper, you realize the importance of that. When you teach your daughters not to be so concerned about what other people say and think about them, it helps them grow and self-acceptance they're not trying to be people pleasers not people pleasers of us not people pleasers of their peers not people pleasers of you know their boyfriends for those of the teenagers just anybody I mean that sets precedence for the future because the truth is not everybody is going to like you no matter how nice you are no matter how you know pure your intentions they will always be there will always be someone that doesn't like you and it's so important for us to teach our daughters that look they may not like you but I love you and let me tell you about the love of God and also let me tell you how you can love yourself and let me tell you and uh give you an understanding baby girl of these are your people and these aren't your people teaching them 
the importance of like-mindedness. That is something that is precious and that is important. And I wish I had that. And not having that, I can say that just, again, that lifetime of trying to develop self-acceptance thus far. I'm getting better, but I have my moments. And being a recover, a, recover, a recovery a reformed, that sounds a lot better, people pleaser. It definitely, I think, would have went off a little bit better if I wasn't kind of trained and raised to make sure I have everything perfect and right and having these high expectations. And it's not that I don't put high expectations for my children to achieve goals, but they don't have to do so to please me solely. And I have seen mothers do that. And that's definitely something that we have to work on for those of us who are single parents, especially those of us who have sons. So that's a whole nother topic where we have them working so hard to please us to so they can be liked and like, no, you know, it's like they you you have that and then you go into the workforce or you're on college campus and you're searching for validation to be liked. But if you train your daughter to not seek that validation from other people and to have that self-acceptance within herself. She won't go and chase that from anywhere else, not a job, not a man, and not with, you know, unhealthy friendships. So it's so important. And one of the things that uh, my mom, I talked to her about it once, you know, as an adult, you and your mom, you grow to having almost like a friendship. And I know she didn't mean any harm, but every time she would buy me an outfit, my mom worked in retail and later she worked at a clothing store and she would always buy me the cutest stuff. And she would say, well, what did your friends say? Did your friends like your clothes? Did your friends like this? Did your friends like that? And I told myself, I never wanted my daughter to have that where if I bought her something or she selected something that forget what her peers said, if she wanted to wear the shirt with the kitty cat, then she's going to wear the shirt with the kitty cat. If she wanted to wear pants and everybody else wore dresses, then fine. It didn't matter if they liked it. Because when you teach your children, did your peers say they say it was okay? Then you're teaching them, or, you know, they have to validate your fashion. No. And she does not care. <laughs> she is into her own type of, uh, I don't know what it's called, because she's very artsy. I mean, is it because her mom is like a, a fine arts uh, thespian no but it could be but my children are very much into the arts but she has her own eclectic style and she literally does not care and the same thing goes for her twin sister Peyton um well not her twin sister her her younger sisters who are twins my seven-year-old she would throw on some clothes and I'm like okay and I, I'm telling you it don't think my children just walk out the house just looking like what in the world <laughs> But she creates her own fashion statement on her personality. Sometimes she dresses like her twin. Sometimes she doesn't. But she has that freedom to be herself. And I don't hold it against her. I don't hold it against her. But one of the lessons, if we can teach our daughters, teach them not to care and not to search and not to be desperate to be liked by everybody and to search for that validation for everybody outside of herself. So that she can know that, you know what, if they like me, it's an incentive. Because guess what? I love me. That's the lesson I want to teach my daughters. I would like to say this lesson. I definitely want to teach my daughters when it comes down to friendship. I definitely want my daughters to have an understanding of knowing your tribe and learning the importance of what a tribe is. And one of my dearest friends, and I talk about her oftentimes, I have shared with her through podcasts and interviews, 
And one of the lessons when I first met her, and it was actually through an interview, and that's author Erica Grant, and she shared with me a lesson that she shared through a conversation with her daughter. And it was in regards to understanding about friendships. And she was like, this is a friend and this is a classmate. And I like that my daughters have that, you know, the lesson to know that everybody is not going to be your friend. Does that mean that she has to be rude or they have to be rude to anybody? No, but to have that understanding of this is your friend. This is a classmate. We're nice to both. But the understanding of knowing this is how I am to be treated if someone calls me a friend. And this is also what I am going to give if I'm going to say I'm your friend. I think that's important to talk about friendship. Our daughters especially watch us when it comes down to friendships. So when you are in flaky friendships, friendships that are hostile or full of conflict or friendships that have you know, inconsistency. Now we all know we're grown, we're moms. We don't have to talk to people every day, but when it comes to just, you know, not even putting forth an effort, you know, they pay attention to that. They pay attention to that. I want them to know that they can have friendships with people who may not look like them, who may have different backgrounds than what they have, not just when it comes down to culturally, but maybe even socially. You know, this friend may have more, this friend may have less, but that doesn't mean that you all can't respect one another and love each other and have a healthy friendship. I want to share with my daughters lessons in the Bibles or in the Bible of friendship. I want them to see the friendships that I have in my life that are healthy from women who are sometimes older, sometimes the same age as me, sometimes that are younger than me and they see me actually mentoring too, but to have healthy friendships, to teach them the importance of how to establish a friendship and how to maintain a friendship and how to also pull back when you know that a friendship is not right for you. I did a podcast recently when my daughter discovered that she was involved with with her first lesson of a toxic friendship and it was a lesson she needed and it was right at the perfect age as a preteen and I could see from the outside that this friend wasn't and then I shared my concerns because I believe as a mother you should share your concerns you don't let your child just jump off a bridge with someone and don't say it but there were certain things she had to see for herself because she still thought this friend could just walk on water but when she saw it for herself and to see her pull back and to see her find her tribe and gravitate with healthier friendships, I was like, okay, she got it. My seven-year-old daughter, one of my twins, everybody's her friend. <laughs> that's that's where I think both of my twins are. That's my friend. That's my friend. But as they grow older, they too will learn, okay, this is a friend. This is someone that is I'm going to treat nice, but this may not be a friend. This is someone who's not really being nice. And I don't want to say that they're a friend, you know, but I'll still treat them nice. But little lessons on friendship. I definitely want my children to know that. Growing up, my mom had a lot of friends. I would see her real cool with somebody. And this thing I know, like, what happened to auntie? Because this is the thing. She would bring these people in my life. And I told her about that. Every time I looked around, I had a new auntie. Auntie this, auntie this, auntie that. And I was like, what happened to auntie? Don't even bring her up. (laughs) Like, oh, wait a minute. Okay, so I know I can't talk about her. (laughs) So when your children see you have healthy friendships, long-term friends, 
long-term, we hit that long-term healthy friendships, even if they're long distance, if they're seeing you all Zoom calling one another because you can't see each other as often as you would like, but just seeing you both make the effort, that's important. That's godly friendships. You know, this is a faith-based, faith-based blog, so I don't hide that, you know, and I feel like it's important in raising my children as believers that they see me with godly friendships. So these are things that I want my children to know when it comes down to learning how to cultivate healthy friendships and to know like if something's not right, it's okay to pull back. I still love you, but you're not my friend. (laughs) So that's a lesson I want to teach my children, especially my daughters when it comes down to friendship, because let's just be real. Let's just be real. When it comes down to women and friendships, it's very wishy-washy funny acting it starts off hot and cold sometimes ends awkward sometimes it ends in a fallout I don't want my daughter to have the fallouts that I've had in my past when I wasn't wise with friendships and I was just like my seven-year-olds you're my new best friend and like oh my gosh what happened to her so (laughs) don't you hate when Facebook like sends you like a reminder in one of those memories and then you look back and oh gosh I met someone I thought we were going to be girls she said I was family and to me, it felt like family and I was so looking for mom friends and we had so many selfies together. Where is she now? <laughs> She's going, you know, and I thought about that. That was my biggest wake up call. It was a painful wake up call. Everyone knows that a friendship breakup can be kind of hard, especially for women. It can. Some people, oh, it's not hard for me. I could just drop them. No. And if you always dropping people, sometimes the issue is you, but that's a whole nother topic. But when a good friendship or what you thought was a good friendship breaks, it hurts. So that was one of those situations. And and that was one of those situations that my children were involved with because they saw me all the time with this woman and the woman was around me and her children around me. And so when it ended that way, even though there was later uh, a piece, an olive branch that was that was given it never was the same and that was the wake-up call that I needed to know for myself and it was a lesson that I needed to also share with my girls when it came down to just being wise when it came to selecting friendships and it hurt it in the moment but at the same time because my girls were young young babies and um I think my eldest daughter eldest daughter couldn't have been no more than five or six but that lesson itself in that whole situation not just with that one woman but just solely with that whole setup with individuals even wrapped up within that it taught me how you can be cool with people you can like people and they could generally be good people meaning they're not murderers they're not thieves or not any of that but they were not my friends and sometimes you have to know that these are your people these aren't your people I mean they're bad people but you need to know that maybe they don't see you the way you see them and that's okay so yeah sometimes we learn through heartbreak but you know I would like to protect my children as much as I can but I know I can't all the time I'm not a helicopter mom okay scale to nine to ten oh gosh (laughs) I'll probably say um I'm on the lower, the lower part of it, but I do have my moment. So I'm like, okay, what's going on? But for the most part, I want them to independently select their friendships. I don't want to be the helicopter mom navigating their friendships, but 
I do want to encourage them with the lessons by the way I live and the people that I have around me, the importance of friendship. I really want my daughters to have the understanding with the lesson of knowing that they have the right to live their own lives. Definitely not throwing my mom or my grandparents under the bus because when I tell you the lessons that they instilled in me, I am so grateful and blessed. I don't think that I would be the woman I am today if it wasn't from my mother and her just no holes bar sassy. This is, you know, just sassy, Southern, lovable, bubbly personality that she has. There's no way in the world I would be who I am, not even thinking about doing a podcast. Purposeful Mommy would never exist if it wasn't for my mom and my grandfather and my grandmother. Those are my rocks. And two are gone, but I still have one still here. So definitely not throwing them on the bus when I say lessons that I didn't learn or wasn't privileged to have at the time. Different times calls for different lessons, and I know they did the best that they could. So definitely not throwing them under the bus. But I definitely want my children to live their own lives. Oftentimes, we don't mean any harm. Our parents, I don't think they meant any harm by it either. But sometimes, we can sometimes want our children to live the lives that we never had. We want to sometimes live through them. And that's not what I want for my girls. So my daughter, who is all into athletics, I want her to continue with her journey and just pursuing sports and fitness. I see my seven-year-old without any push doing push-ups and sit-ups. <laughs> like, look, okay, one, two, three. Okay, you see what I'm doing? And she puts on her little clothes and she just does her. That's her thing. I can already tell that that's going to be my little athletic girl and just doing her thing. And I'm just going to let her have it because that's what she likes. She loves her baby dolls. She loves playing with them. But she loves when it comes down to sports and fitness. She and her older brother, they do their little football drills outside. That's his, I would say, little brother alternate at times <laughs> with the things that he wants to do because he knows that his sister Paige is not going to do it. And Paris is doing her own thing in her world. <laughs> let her have it. My daughter is artistic, not because her mom works in fine arts. It's just something that she loves. And her style of art is something completely different than what I do. But I love watching her do her thing. And I want her to just be her creative self, tap into her creative genius and just see where the sky takes her. I don't want her to be an art teacher just because mom was an art teacher. I want her to be able to just be who she desires to be whatever that profession may be you know I don't think that a lot of our parents meant any harm when they kind of try to like hey you know you want to take this or you want to go to this college or you know what maybe that's not the man for you maybe you should try this you know some of us took, you know we bucked under that pressure and we made some decisions that you know we're like man I don't think this really is what I wanted I think this is actually what mom wanted for me but I don't want to give that to my daughters. I want them to be able to honestly do them. I really want them to live their lives. Are they going to make some mistakes? Yes. Are they going to do some things that's going to disappoint me? I already know it. <laughs> Preparing. I'm going to do my best not to be judgmental and show them 
the love and compassion that my mom and my grandparents gave me when I sometimes ventured off the, the, the path that they wanted. But I'm going to give them that foundation so that they know, like, look, okay, I went this way, but this is the foundation of home. Or if they want the motivation to do whatever they want to do, and, it's, and it, especially if it's something positive and you honestly can't say anything, it's just you want to say something as a mom because it's just, you know, it's your mom moment. So you're like, I don't like that. I think it is. I think that little part of us as moms sometimes can be judgmental. We try not to be, but it's in there. The best of us have that little judgmental side that we sometimes try to have to fight back, you know, but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to guide you. I'm going to provide the foundation, but I want you to live your life, not mine. So yes, mommy was an old pageant queen and debutante, but that may not be you. So that's not your thing. I'm not going to put a crown on you if that's not what you want. Now, if you want to, great. So my daughter in a fashion show in a beautiful pink dress. She said she hated pink at one point, at one time. Then she said she loved pink. I don't know. But that was her moment. She wanted to do it. You know, do I want her <laughs> to sometimes like, yay, I want to be in a pageant. I want to put on my high heels. And, you know, I have that moment. Yeah. But she she did that. She did that for herself and her doing it for herself when she modeled. You know, I got to like, that's my baby. I had a little mama moment of like a flashback from, from back in the day. She gave me that. I can live off of that. So if she never does it again, it's all good. And my little athletic baby, she's going to get me in shape too. <laughs> I'm going to let her have it. Now, my daughter Paris, I love her to death. And I share with you all that I am a mom, you know, that, have a, that has a daughter that has autism. She is so intelligent. And she loves studying languages, especially when it comes down to when it comes to the music component. She loves it. So three weeks ago, she was looking up Arabic and I was like, okay, don't know what you're doing. But it was studying the language and it was the same alphabets and numbers and shapes that she likes. But she was studying in the Arabic. Nobody introduced that to her. This was her. I'm going to let her have that. It was six months ago. It was Spanish. Before that, it was French. And another time it was uh, Japanese. That's her thing. That's her thing. So when we see that our children have a gift or an interest in something, that's for us to tap into that and to help them improve that. That's what my mom did for me. You know, I could never see my mom standing on a stage hosting anything. She's full of personality. When I tell you a bubbly ball of fire, but that's not her thing. But she encouraged me when she learned that that was something that, you know, that I enjoyed doing when it came down to, you know, just being creative in different ways. And she always was right there. So, you know, that's what we have to do. Encourage our babies and those of us who have teenagers and those who are going off to college, you know, guide them. Let them know the financial part when it comes to that. But to select the college that you want them to go to, because that's what you want that's not what, that's not right. You got to let them do them, you know, got to let them learn. I know it's hard. I know that sounds like urban, you know, philosophy or theology or whatever, when you say do them, but our children have to live their lives and they'll thank us for it later. So that's one lesson on top of a couple of lessons that I would like my daughters to have. I don't want to do a podcast that's like three or four hours long because there's a lot of lessons I want my daughters to have it along with my son you know I want him to have it too but there are some lessons I definitely want my daughter to have and I'm going to write about it definitely going to like hey check out that blog post you can always follow me at Purpose Film Mommy with Minnie Marie for my latest blog post because this is definitely 
a topic that I have a couple of more points on, but I definitely want to share my tops that I want them to have when it comes down to loving themselves, having confidence and, you know, being wise when it comes down to the friendships and circles that they attach themselves with and learning how to just not live my life, but to live the life that they want, but to be guided by Christ in doing so. Thanks so much for joining me for today's podcast episode. I so enjoy connecting with you all. And if you are listening on Anchor, please hit the star so you can stay connected and in the know when I have new episodes. You can also follow me on social media at Purposefield Mommy with Minnie Marie on Instagram. You can also follow me on Facebook and please like my page and invite other people to like my page. I really appreciate that. I have a goal set and I want to do it organically. I do. There are so many ways now that you can gather likes and things, but I want to do it organically. All right. So please show your love. And if you like what you see when it comes down to content, share it. Please share it and spread the purpose filled mommy message. All right. Living intentional. All right. Imperfections and all. And you can also follow me on YouTube. I have some videos there and I have some more videos that will be coming soon at the first of the year just to kick off the new year right so you know what i'm going to say i love you but god loves you more thanks again for joining me